welcome back. I am sharing this podcast today on the back of a pretty big storm that has just hit the island where my family is from, uh, Puerto Rico. And if if you're not aware, Puerto Rico is a commonwealth. Um, it's not located in the continental USA, but it's an island, an archipelago in the middle of the of the ocean. And so I am sharing this at a time of a lot of feelings, a lot of um, thoughts in my head around how we survive these sorts of storms. And this is not something that is at all new to the island. This has been a history of, of hurricanes and storms and natural disasters and Interestingly enough, my aunt wrote a manuscript, and it's pretty phenomenal, if you will, if I'll say that, if I'll say that, um, because it is all about Hurricane Maria, and it's all about how our family and our culture and our people and how she in her own life has navigated many a storm and 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 sort of the lessons that we've drawn from these periods but it was very oddly timed that the storm hit the day that i finished her manuscript and was so blown away by the resilience of of my family of her of my grandfather um, and of the people of puerto rico where i come from and it had me starting to think about how you know some of these some of these skills and capabilities and histories and, and traumas and memories exist even in my own DNA. And so as, as I was reading her book, I was understanding, you know, all of the storms that have hit my life and facing the eyes of those storms and and what they, they're meant to teach us. Um, but that being said, I just wanted to share my love and support for anyone who anyone else who may have been affected by this storm i know right now um, puerto rico is without power and water um, at least last i checked um, thankfully my family's property and my family that is there there's a few extended family members are okay and have reached some of us by phone but it is a very scary time um, facing a storm. And so that's really what I wanted to talk about today is how we can face these dark nights of the soul within ourselves um, and within life circumstances. And um, I know that's a pretty heavy way to start a podcast episode and that is not lost on me, but my hope is that, you know, through, through the podcast and through the stories that I share, that we can start to see a bit more hope um, along the margins of the books <laughs> that we probably each can write, um, the silver linings of these experiences and what they've taught us. And, you know, I won't get into my aunt's manuscript too much because that's something that she will be releasing hopefully soon. And I was just honored to read it. But I do want to share a little bit about um, about what you know about some of the major tenets of the book that really resonated with me um, that I think would be helpful to share more broadly because whenever I 
hear a story of inspiration or transformation or anything like that, I feel like it's my duty to continue to share, pass the word on and pass along a little bit of hope. And I think at this point, we can all use some hope. We might not have been um, affected personally by the storm, but I'm sure that many of you have faced many storms in your life and, um, and live to tell the tale, right? Um, not only that, but we are in a ma major retrograde period. So there are actually six planets um, that have gone retrograde. Um, and so they're far enough from the sun that they're operating very differently than they normally would if they, if they were direct. So those planets include Mercury, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Now, this is no simple feat uh, that we are experiencing this right now. Um, so it could be, you know, it could really depend on how these things are are showing up in, in your life. They're, it's happening until October 2nd. So we're well underway in this period. Um, but this is a time, if any, to reflect on some of the things that we've learned from the past. Not necessarily to repeat the past, not necessarily to um to dwell on it um but it could be a good time to just start to release some of the the pain the trauma the storms the effects of of having weathered those um that we might have faced in our lives and um you know just to kind of explain a little bit about the planets and what this means with this retrograde and what it might mean for our own personal journeys and um, and experiences, you know, Mercury, planet of communication, Jupiter, planet of opportunity and abundance, Saturn, planet of limitation and change and challenge, um, Uranus, planet of evolution, upheaval, Neptune, planet of dreams and visions and delusions, Pluto, the planet of death, rebirth, transformation. These are no simple <laughs> list of planets, not that any of the planets are simple. These are big, these are big rocks uh, that navigate our solar system and do do happen to affect us. And so it really depends on how they affect each and every one of the placements in your chart. So I would encourage you to locate where that is, figure out what house, how it might be affecting you. Um, and even if you're not an astrologer, I would just encourage you to treat yourself with some childhood gloves <laughs> during this period up until October 2nd. Um, and knowing, you know, that there might be some shifts um, going on in your life, there might be some significant changes. And there might even for some of you, it, it seemed like for me, there's like a lot of, um, of groundswell that's happening. Um, and it's not it's not bad. Honestly, it's it's all good stuff. But in order for things to shift and grow and change, we have to clean up the residue from our past storms. We have to, to do some housekeeping. We have to do some planning. We have to do some clearing out of the clutter, you know? And so recently, you know, actually it was in 2017, um, when I went back to Puerto Rico, I went back after Hurricane Maria and it had been about two months after. And it was an incredible period where I was able to um, go with my aunt as well as a news crew. And um, we went ahead and did a lot of incredible work in the area, whether it be cleaning up. Um, we did some donations um, where we brought things from the U.S., the continental U.S. to Puerto Rico, as well as we, um, I think we, we saved a few thousand that we ended up 
giving to the local church, which started to dole that out to the community. And it was a really powerful period and very humbling as well, because um, while our family is from there and while we can definitely, you know, while many of my family members have weathered these storms, I personally haven't. And it was pretty humbling to go out and realize that, um, that, you know, it was due to my, my grandfather, um, making a way for us to come to the continental us that we've been given the opportunities that we have and so i'm extremely grateful and recognize that most of my family has been spared from the 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 storm um and we have survived it um i did have one uncle who ended up passing in hurricane maria and that was really tragic but even so my family and i really we picked up the pieces and we cleared out the residue and we um you know we turned on our generators which i think is such a beautiful um metaphor for for what this takes oftentimes to to know how to survive the storm but then also to know how to clear away the clutter and so i want to talk a little bit about that and really helping us to understand you know, what happens when we face the eye of the storm. So, you know, start to think about maybe a personal experience in your life, either that you've had recently or that continues to stay with you and how you have navigated that, you know, just take a few moments and bring something to your mind's eye around a storm that you've faced. What kind of storm was it? You know, maybe it was a storm uh, emotional storm. Maybe it was a circumstantial one, losing one's house, losing a marriage. Maybe it was um, something a little bit more subtle or something a little bit more tangential. Could have been someone around you who you cared for losing it all and witnessing that. And as you take a look at that and understand that and maybe feel where it exists in your body. I know mine is around my heart. I'm feeling tight there and around my throat. I want you to think about maybe how that experience changed you. You know, I know some of my storms, I've, I've been reflecting on this a lot because I just recently watched a Janet Jackson documentary, which I a thousand percent recommend. And she talked about, you know, having grown up in such a bubble that when she went into her first relationships, how she lost her innocence by seeing the cruelty of the world. And that I couldn't have thought about a better way to describe what it is like when you go through certain storms in your life that are just bring you to your knees um, and that clear away everything that you thought was true. So I want you to take a, a thought around the storm that you shared and how it might have changed your lived experience in terms of innocence. Maybe it was a paradigm shift. Maybe it unveiled a truth about somebody, about yourself, about your circumstances. And really after a storm, you know, the way that I remember Maria and the way that my aunt articulates it in her book, there was just a silence. There was a, um, there was, no, you know, in, in Puerto Rico, there's constantly birds chirping and coquis, which is our native uh, frog-like uh, being. And 
you can usually hear songs happening or loud, roarous things. And she describes silence, you know, going into seeing the her property in Puerto Rico and just hearing silence. And it's what I recall when I went there, it just felt like the vibrancy of that place, the life in it had shifted um, and it was quiet. It was silent. And you might've hit those silent moments after the storm where you are just trying to process what the hell happened. And it's in these moments, I think, that we can start to, we can start to like hold space for that shift. It's almost like if we think about it when someone passes and we take a moment of silence, it's like we can take time to, to honor what once was, to mourn, and to grieve. And grief is the most complex emotion. So many times people will come to me, my clients, and they say, I'm feeling so crazy and all these different things and I don't know how to describe it. And I'm like, that's exactly what grief is. Grief is, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it doesn't, it is a, a myriad of emotions. It could be joy, it can be pain, it can be all these things in the same minute. And whatever it is, it allows us to, to release the shock. It allows us to process um, that shock wave, that impact of what that storm has been like in our lives. So I want you to think back, um, if it doesn't cause too much you know, pain, to that time of grief and to that time that was in between um, what once was and what is now, where there might have been a silence, where there might have been a reckoning and a processing of what was happening. What did you hold on to? What did you try to grasp? What things helped to ground you during that period? And how can you kind of look back at that and just appreciate how you showed up in that moment for what once was and what hopefully you hoped would be in that time you know this is this is what a lot of people right now in puerto rico are experiencing and this is what i'm sure a lot of people outside of it in armenia and all these other places but also even in our own personal lives there are times where everything is you know maybe the the world is raucous behind us but there is a silent moment after our own personal storms where we are just trying to make sense of what happened and so as you as you as you process that i then want you to think about what was the shift that then happened next in that in that time frame for you um i know for me following the storm what i started to realize was that i was so grateful for the little ordinary moments that i hadn't quite seen before um and just showing seeing people's humanity and how they showed up and this has happened, you know, not only with storms, but this has happened for me post breakups, you know, post really traumatic events in my life where, you know, as I'm processing the grief, et cetera, I start to, I listen to a song, oh my God, that just touches me and just blows my mind. Or I have a conversation with somebody that gets it, or, you know, maybe people show up for me in really dynamic ways. And, and um, like we did for those, 
the the folks in Puerto Rico after the storm, I just remember so many people just grateful to like receive a very simple lamp or, um, or to receive proceeds or just a kind word. And I just remember photographing that whole period of time. Um, and there was one where my aunt is like walking with her head low up a mountain and her head was so heavy, but it just felt like there was a renewed sense of life within her that she was living her purpose, which was passing on love and care and protection to the world around her. And it was in one such moment that I'll share, it was a really powerful memory, and I actually should mention to put this in her manuscript, but we went to the town where my uncle had passed and um, and he passed, he had already been sick, but we don't exactly know what happened during Maria, but we know that he was hospitalized a few days later. And I believe he was found because he was not you know, able to really take care of himself up to that point. And his house had been you know, completely devastated and we had had neighbors um, helping, but we, what we quickly realized as we walked there, I hear my aunt say, oh yeah, they stole the generator and that's his this and that's his that. So me and my cousin, her son are just kind of seething, you know, a little annoyed and not knowing what we're walking into and the the folks themselves, the neighbors who she had actually paid to like help take care of his dogs or whatever, were actually quite hostile to her because she kind of showed up out, out of nowhere, right? So they were kind of like, I don't think they were expecting company um, in the area. And so they were already on the defensive because they, I believe, knew that it was very clear that they had kind of taken advantage of the situation. And um, and to the point where even this like old lady was like saying really terrible things <laughs> under her breath. And so that old woman's son was a cop and he went up to my aunt and very hostile again, being like, hi, yep. Mm -hmm. And she goes, um, I noticed that that's the generator. And he was just like, yeah, he said I could have it. Like he goes into this whole thing and she goes, oh my gosh, that's totally fine. It's a dead man. You can definitely have that generator. I am just curious. Is there any other way that I can help you? Do you need money? Do you need whatever? And when I tell you that this man was completely dumbfounded because he was expecting judgment and ridicule and to be attacked. But all my aunt saw was somebody who was clearly in need, who had just experienced a storm, right? And some of us following storms, we do turn our heart and we do kind of go a little cold and we do get on the defensive because maybe we did something to survive that we don't feel all in all really proud of. But, um, I'm sure each of us can think about those times, maybe where we lashed out at the wrong person and they showed us mercy, right? And that's really what my aunt showed. Again, it's not that, you know, who cares about a damn generator? But I just remember to see her ask in the face of this man, you know, potentially feeling guilty for what he's done, how she can give more was just a very, it was a power move in its own right. She could have gone out there and been like, defensive back, but she just met the need with more compassion. And so I appreciate that because I know my aunt herself has weathered many, many storms and has been thieved and betrayed and all of these things, but she didn't let it turn her heart. And because she showed compassion, she ended up changing the complete um, 
environment there and this man was more supportive than ever and then we started getting pictures of the dogs that he was taking care of and it was just it was one of those things where we can choose following a storm to be more to be hardened or we can choose to be broken open right and that's what the storms in our lives can give us it gives us an opportunity to about face you know similar to the planet of pluto that is in retrograde right now this planet of of death and rebirth the, the universe operates like a vacuum in my in my belief when something is taken away it is quickly replaced and we can use these storms following the storm to reflect on especially this retrograde period that has such beautiful dreamy um, transformative energy to imagine what do we want to put here now what do we want to seed what do we want to intend and so you know that's the best part of of these experiences is that we get a chance to start again and for many of us like that sucks and i'm not saying that like being like oh you went through a divorce i can't wait until you find love again like i am not discounting trauma and our capacity to like need to navigate these things and some of us navigate storms throughout our entire lives I'm just saying that there comes a time where we can draw the strength from these experiences and we can start to see that not all is lost, that we still have our clear minds, that we still have our health, that we still have a breath to breathe, and therefore there is more life to be lived. So we hit that place in the storm following the grief where we can start to see hope again where we can start to see new ways of viewing things because these storms like an upheaval they turn us upside down inside out etc and so i know for a fact that my family having navigated all these hurricanes and my life many times feeling like a storm pattern um it is our ability to adapt and grow that allows us to thrive and and from this place of being able to seed hope we start to develop more capacity more functionality more more opportunities to be able to build resilient systems you know whether it be my ability to take care of myself through these times and be vulnerable and have routines and and workouts and things that support my own strength and my own sense of self right because maybe prior to that storm i didn't really hold myself accountable to some of the health goals that i had but now that i have a new opportunity i get to build more resources for myself i get to you know in in, in the experience with puerto rico right where with maria and now fiona I never have to worry about my island's capacity to stand together and 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 build change and commune and support. That is what I saw when I went to go support them in that storm is that they actually supported me back. There was such a, um, it was so funny to see all the ways in which people innovated and used, you know, um, rainwater to clear things. And, and this man was able to use this amount of gas to get to this person to use their phone. Like it was such a network of change and such a network of growth. And so it's in these times following the storm that we can start to build new ways of living and new ways of thriving that are different from what was because now we have the opportunity to create these things. And, you know, I've been reading a lot about Nirvana recently, this idea 
of, you know, the Buddhist concept of nirvana of just, you know, really not being necessarily attached to the outcome, but, but in a sense, being attuned to the flow of life. And what I have realized is that life will, will show us many, many storms, right? And we will go through you know, the, the the storm itself, we will go through the aftershock, we will go through the grieving process, we will grow, go through the, you know, new ways of viewing things process, we will start to build more resilience and start to work together and grow. And this is what life is. And this is what nature shows us that life is right. This is, this is the circle of life. This is the circle of change. And so, this is what I just wanted to talk about in today's episode, because these retrogrades allow us to process, integrate, rethink, reimagine when things aren't going as planned and when there is a storm in our lives and when we go through devastation and trauma, um, these storms pass. They are not forever and we don't have to brace ourselves for the next one. We just need to clear the path. We need to trust and hope that we have survived all of the storms up until this point, and we will survive many, many more. And it would be silly to think that there wasn't a storm. Doesn't mean that we have to look forward to it. <laughs> but sometimes there's good storms in our lives. Like sometimes there is, you know, this powerful time of change. I'm going through one of those myself, and I'm very, very grateful because I have gone through many a dark night of the soul and faced many eyes of the storm but I'm starting to realize that my strength is in knowing that I have survived up until this point and I will continue to survive. So I don't have to worry about developing more survival skills. I just got to worry about enjoying life as we have it. And that's what I think is actually the secret sauce, um, the secret success of myself, of my family, of my people, and of folks that I see that are really killing it at life, if you will, is our capacity to just appreciate the present moment and to be grateful for what we have learned throughout our many, many storms. So if you're going through a storm right now, I'm not going to lessen the impact of this for you. It sucks. I don't know why <laughs> this is the way we are meant to learn. I just know it's a really effective way of doing so. And you will navigate this and maybe you're at the other side of it and you still feel like you're there so be compassionate to yourself through this process um even if it's not a storm like other big storms that are happening in puerto rico it still matters and you still get to mourn and you still get to grieve allow yourself that process of acceptance allow yourself to have renewed hope again and to rely on the folks around you because we were not brought here to live on our own island we need other people and that's, I think, why um, some of sometimes, you know, following the storm, you see folks come together stronger than ever. So allow this time to help you build capacity, resources, communities, networks, and opportunities for yourself that you could never could have never imagined had you not gone through these things. And I will be sending you lots of peace and love. And if you can, I don't exactly have um, the, the organizations. I will perhaps include that on a later episode. But if you can donate to the efforts in Puerto Rico at this time, um, I think that would be really lovely and a way to just support that community um, because we are a global community. But I am wishing you well and until next time.